Padre, Miriam, Sherry, you there? I think I am. I don't know about the other two, but I sure am. Oh, you yeah. sure are, Padre. <laughs> just you thank know, you for hosting us and holding this beautiful energy that we already get to take part in tonight. So, uh, but thank you. Marion. My pleasure. Marion is Cher, uh, are you there? I am. Hi, Padre. Thank you. Glad you're on tonight, mm -hmm. Miriam. Yes, I'm here. We get to hear Miriam <laughs> preach a little tonight. So this <laughs> ought to be fun. <laughs> I look forward to this. <laughs> you know, and I just want to say thank you to everyone, you know, especially even Brian, who is our consultant, you know, who really helps put all this together for our community. We yeah. appreciate his efforts. And all those who are holding space, holding prayer during this time, especially our community, I appreciate you. Because it is about sharing in the delight of the Lord. And tonight, we're going to be hearing about Search Me. And I love that topic. And Miriam's going to knock it out of the park tonight in her version of what that means for her. So, but can I ask, Sherry, would you open with prayer as we now dive into Search Me, O Lord? Yes. Come, Holy Spirit. We thank you for creating this sacred space, this holy space for us this evening on this call and for those who will tune in at a later time. So in this sacred space, according to Miriam's topic, search me, we shall be searching ourselves. We shall be seeing the truth within ourselves. We give thanks as we open and surrender to this process that you so have our back you are there for us during this healing on this call this restoration this transformational time we are grateful for our saints and angels and masters for our guardian angels for all those of highest creator vibration that are with us now, that support us in our healing journey, that support us in our walk. May we know this is a safe space, a safe place to be together for all that needs to be looked at, for all that needs to be held and felt, and for all that needs to be released for healing. So we thank you, our divine presence, for showing up as you always do. We thank you as we continue with an inner knowing, knowing you more fully each time that we gather. And for this and for all of the blessings in our life, thank you, God, for everything. Amen. Amen. Beautiful presence and prayer, Sherry. Thank you. Just, you know, I just really felt the Holy Spirit and the angels really filling everybody's room, sanctuary, which is within us. But there's an activation of that tonight. And we're just going to go deeper and deeper into that presence. And, and we're going to hear about miracles because it is about God touching our lives tonight. And with two beautiful souls of 
Miriam and Sherry that will share along with myself. I'm just looking forward to this. And prior to our little group, prayed a little, a little before we started. And after we stopped joining hands, I went and did a little incense because I like to do that, make my presence known. And so took a break and came back and was like, man, something's filling my room up. And I'm going, it might be this kind of glory cloud because it was getting heavier and heavier. And it's like, I don't know what this is. I mean, I was dumbfounded. And then finally I heard that voice, they turn around and I did. It's like my little container was like, poof. <laughs> it was all on fire. <laughs> like, oh my God, God's presence is definitely <laughs> burning me up in a sense. But it, but it actually it shook me. And it's like, whatever happens in the natural happens in the supernatural. So again, I believe God is searching my soul. So wake up, I'm here. And so I'm decreeing that also in your home, in your sanctuary. Wake up. I'm here. I'm here to serve you. And part of our series, Granting Access, is all about grace. And the, the first class I talked about, there's actually four times of grace, not four times, four actions of grace, which is saving grace, justified grace, teaching grace, and enabling grace. And tonight, I just want to touch on a teaching grace. We are all teachers to one another. And how that is, is sometimes we can actually say, <clears throat> you really want to do that? <laughs> That's a teaching grace. It's a very nonchalant way of saying, excuse me, <laughs> are you listening? <laughs> are you tapping the diamond? All those little cues that we do get. But there is, in scripture, it talks about in Jeremiah 29, it says, you will search me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so sometimes we just need to have to stop in our in our our walk with God or what's ever happening in our little world. Because sometimes our mind can get so caught up in the details or the facts or the fear that's happening all around us that we really forget to tap in to where God's presence is. And it takes a nice little nudge, a tap on the shoulder, a little nudge on your head or a big nudge, a big slap, whatever it takes that gets our attention. And to me, that's teaching grace. And I'm sure each of you have your own example, even today, of someone or something got your attention, went, oh, okay, I got my attention now. So to me, that's teaching grace. And, we, and I want to hear more about that even tonight, especially with Miriam. So Miriam, what have you discovered about the topic, Search Me? I know I listened to the Holy Spirit and says, this would be a perfect topic for Miriam. So how did that come about? How has that grace helped you in order to allow God to search your heart? Well, actually, the first grace that I was shown was a prayer being answered for me, which I haven't told you about yet. Yay. A week before I, a week before you emailed me about this series, I had sincerely prayed to heal the blocks to my voice. You know, that's something I've been working on a lot my whole life is to feel comfortable speaking and knowing what's true for me and feeling safe to be me. And I've spent a lot of time in different processes and everything has helped process and FSD and oneness and all these pieces. But I just could feel that there were some underlying pieces that I couldn't access myself. And so I just needed help. I needed God's help. And so I prayed and I never thought that this would be <laughs> the result of the prayer. <laughs> There's that teaching grace. <laughs> so 
Yeah, I never, I never thought that, but, but this has just really been an amazing and profound experience for me and very healing in ways that I couldn't have ever asked for myself. I didn't know I needed healing. Wow. I'm really grateful, Padre, for you listening because that was true for me. It was really hitting my heart in a way that I didn't know. And the other thing too, Padre, is you, I'm so grateful for your connection to words because you really see beyond the words into the sacred geometry of life, Mm. all the intricacies that are of connection that help make God's work happen. And I could never have imagined how important these four words would have been for me. And so it's truly grateful. So thank you so much for that. So at first I didn't understand what my topic search me meant. So when I first started looking into this, I didn't understand, but as I started to pray these four words, search me, O Lord, I realized that it is a very deep and mystical prayer. It is a a blueprint for healing and a journey of universal transformation. And so much of what is in this prayer is what the aspects of what it uncovers and touches is a lot of what Bob shows, I feel, in his presentations. And so it's a, this was a pretty big unfolding for me, and it showed me a lot of things. And, and so as, as we get into this, as I'm sharing what I've discovered, it might spark something for you and open up a doorway for you and a new access point. So this image now is actually what I consider to be the mystery, a good example of the mystery of this prayer. Search me, O Lord. It is a prayer of purification. It is a prayer of surrender. It is a deep calling of the heart. It is a prayer of freedom. It is something that we can use to unearth ourselves, to be, just be. It is a prayer that we can use every day to take a deeper step with God, to affirm our commitment to the path of truth and love, to open our hearts to ourselves and to be present in presence. It's a decree, it's a humble asking, and it's a tender opening. Search me, O Lord. Search me, O Lord. Search me, O Lord. Take a minute to say these words for yourself as a way of anchoring in the mystery and the mystical nature of this prayer. So when I started to pray these words, I was taken on a few journeys 
deep inside me. And I was shown different threads in my life that helped me get where I am today. And I've done many life reviews. It was very different. I was shown things that I didn't realize and new, anchored in a new sense of awe and wonder. And with the, the theme of accessing grace, it was really a new access point for grace for me. The first thread I was shown was of the many wake-up calls that I had to get on my path of purpose. And kind of talked about a few of those in the other calls and some of those experiences that I've had. But what was different for me this time is normally I would focus on being off path. Like that's where when I've looked at maybe having wake-up calls before, I had looked at how off I was and I would get really hard on myself. And then I would just think about all the ways that I was not, not on path. But this time I was actually shown that my life was a testament to the beauty and wonder of God, that every piece in my life was put there meticulously for my own growth and learning. And I was really taken back by how supported I was, how deeply loved and supported I am, and how my angel team, my angel team was always there for me, holding me and getting me on path. And I consider my angel team to be my guides. That's kind of how I refer to my guides. But I was completely held and taken care of like a child would be, which makes sense because we're all children of God. But I'd I'd never really seen that before. I'd never really seen how loved and supported and held I was and how each of those moments where it was you know, off, I needed a correction, but I was held so lovingly through it and supported. And it was just, it really opened my heart in a whole new way. And these images here, they are, they are my expressions of the vibrational frequencies that my angel team holds for me. You know, these paintings help me anchor in the light and they remind me of that interconnected space where I'm divinely held and loved. And this is in some ways how my angel team communicates to me. So another thread that I was shown was my devotion and innate worship of God and how I rode the waves of life through prayer and how much I rested in prayer. And this was another new thing that I hadn't seen before for me, because most of my life, I truly believed that I lost my connection to God. I had let the programming of my childhood create a cloak of sadness and insecurity that distorted my perceptions of life. I grew up in a Jacqueline Hyde household where I always was most of the time walking on eggshells because I I just never knew when there would be some emotional outbursts or something that would happen. It was very volatile. And it was also a house where it really wasn't okay for me to love God and worship God. My dad was a devout atheist and my mom, it was about being in the box that was comfortable for her. And so I grew up uh, very withdrawn and hidden. And through this exploration of search me, O Lord, I realized there was still some part of me that was holding on to this belief 
that I lost my connection to God and that I didn't deserve God's love. And what I was shown is how that is so not true. I was shown how, which I, again, I've just never seen in this way. It was very profound for me, just how I was always connected to God, no matter how hard and painful my life felt at times. And that I was shown that deep inside me, there was a deep, true knowing that I was on this planet for a reason. And I had a purpose. And there's nothing that was given to me in this world that made me think that. It really came from within. It came from inside of me. And that was something that I've never let go of and I've never lost throughout my whole life. I'd never, and so, and this, it was how, whenever I would be shown these moments through my life, it was really showing me how in each of those moments, I felt the interconnectedness of everything and that I knew that in the breath, I was universal. And I'd never seen that before. And the images that, that are up right now, they are, they are images that, that help me to see that interconnectedness, that breath, that, that place of peace and divine devotion where we are all one and we are connected in everything. And so it was so amazing for me to access this thread and totally shift my perception of my life and what I thought was true. And I really saw that my life was really a deep prayer of devotion. And in my devotion and that internal knowingness that I had for that reason and that purpose is what carried me through life. It was my living prayer. And it's what helped me get unstuck. It's what helped me call in my angel team. And it's, the, it's what helped me be who I am. And all the times that I thought I was strong, I mean, weak, all the times that I thought I was weak, I actually was really strong. But it, but it wasn't my strength. It was God's strength in me. It was the power of the universe and the touch of God in me. And I was able to truly see how I am a divine dancer. And this is something that we can claim for ourselves. Each one of us can claim this and be a divine dancer in our own ways. So what I realized is search me, O Lord, it's, it's a access point for that strength within, that God strength within, to draw upon the light. When, when we're accessing that place within, that is the rock, the living waters, the mana, the nourishment of our being. That place within is the fountain of everlasting peace and grace. It's the place within that is our salvation and hope. And it's what moves us through life and makes us who we are. So thank you, God. Thank you, God, for helping me access this, helping me to open up myself and my heart to see this beauty that has always been there, this blessing of my life and who I am. And may this be an opening and a doorway for you 
to find your own connection with this mystical prayer and this path in whatever way flows best for you. I came across a song that has the words gracefully broken in it. And I absolutely just love that. I love that term because it's so true. It's how life unfolds, that we are continually broken with grace. And the whole time I was praying, search me, O Lord, the phrase unearth ourselves kept coming to me. Unearth ourselves. And I was shown the importance of inner confront. So with this inner confront is inner confront. It's a good topic to have all these things up with because that's what, what happens in the inner confront place. So, <laughs> But I really love this quote from Sri Bhagavan. The whole process of spiritual growth is confronting oneself. Unless you know who you are, you cannot accept yourself. And the more I've done work, the more I have realized that this is so true. It just really hits me with a jolt of clarity. And, and it's interesting, and it also shows my growth, because when I first started on my path, I would get triggered by the word confront. I really didn't like it. I thought it was harsh and didn't have compassion. But now I really see that it's a beautiful teacher. And it's what helps us get to freedom. And it's what I so deeply want in my life. And so for me, knowing who I am means to be totally honest with myself and allow myself to see what's under the carpet, the things that I don't want to see, you know, the judgment and fear and comparison and anger and needing to be right, and anxiety, and blame, etc. you know, all those pieces. But the key is to not run away and not pretend it doesn't exist. The key is for me to actually sit with it. And I know that if I want to have healing happen, then it can't happen unless I'm willing to just be with it all. When I'm, and when I'm being with it, I'm letting go of my false identities, my false concepts, my insecurities, my righteousness, and I'm truly acknowledging all that is present, all that is me, the light and the dark. And it's taken me a lot of time to acknowledge this truth and really let it settle in. And I can be honest to say that there are still parts of me that fight and resist this truth because I don't want to look. There are times where I really don't want to go into it because it's scary and it's painful. But I know that if I want to go with freedom, then I need to be willing to look and I need to access all of that, which is in me. Because if I want to be with a heart open, which is something that I am so desperately want, I want to live with my heart open, then the only way I can do that is by willing to be able to look deep inside and and just and I know that when I do that's how I'm healing myself and that's how I'm being of service to others and while it it's it brings up stuff it's so beautiful in the end there's so many I think Bob has said this many times like the treasures the jewels that you find and it's really true
I've really started to see that in my life. You know, I believe that this is why love your neighbor as yourself is mentioned in the Bible eight times and why it is said to be one of the most important commandments. My guides actually gave this line to me. I'm going to read it because I don't know if I'd be able to remember it. The foundation of transformation is in the inner confront because we are one. The foundation of transformation is in the inner confront because we are one. Whatever happens outside of me is happening inside of me. If I am to love my neighbor, which represents the external, then I must love myself, the internal. It's a merging of the external and internal. So when, when, when we say love your neighbor as yourself, we're really saying I accept myself and I'm willing to know all of who I am. And search me, O oh Lord, the prayer has really shown me how important this is. Search me, O oh Lord. Help me know who I am, the totality of who I am. Help me to purify my tone and resonate at a deeper level, a higher frequency, so that I can bring forth more transformation, more service, more peace, more love. Thank you. Thank you. When I was at the CASA last time, CASA in Brazil, I was taken on a journey to understand how the doctors do their healing work there. Dr. Augusto guided me to first see the prayer or requests from a person. And then he took that energy of what was being asked to heal and he looked inside himself to find where that same energy was inside of him. And then he went inside himself to the depth of his being to heal that energy within him, to confront his own inner pain. And once he healed it within himself, he took that released energy and brought it back to the person. And that was how the healing was able to happen for the other. So it started from a sincere and honest look within. And that is what I feel this prayer, search me, O Lord, really does. It gives an opening for all of us to be able to access the grace of God in a way that helps us do this very important and challenging work. And it gives us the nourishment and the guidance to lift us and to heal us from within so that we can then be that for others and, and live that in our lives. It also helps us to find our unique tone and to know that when we are ringing our tone, healing happens. A few, I, I wrote a poem a few years ago that I just recently found and it felt appropriate in this context to share. It's called The Note. Have you heard The Note? It is a soft, single pitch of sound, like a pure color strand of light. It rides on a depth between sight and visions, between the stillness of silence and the thunder of joy. The closer you feel it, 
the further it moves, to keep wonder alive and innocence abound. Don't fret. There is nothing to catch. Listen, the hymn is inside you. I found this version of Psalm 139, which starts with, for the director of music. And my whole being said, yes, yes, this is God. This is how I've seen God, the director of music. Because I believe that we're all part of a symphony. And in sometimes it sounds awful. And sometimes it sounds like nothing known before and the most beautiful hallelujah we've ever heard. And as we hear our hymn inside us, you know, we harmonize with all that is as a pure expression of grace. So the psalm, the piece of the psalm that I really resonated with, I just, this is just a little piece of it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. Depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day. For the darkness is as light to you, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And I, I love this image of the director of music in our lives, the connection to the cosmic space and field and how we can tap into that at any moment, at any time. For me, Personally, music is a way I can access the tone of the universe, and it brings me into connection to all that is, and it opens my heart. I was reminded as I was going through my life on these different journeys how much music really is meant to me and how at a young age I had a deep and profound connection to music. When I was like six, seven, or eight, I, the music I put on was George Winston. <laughs> and I, I didn't want the whatever stuff. I wanted George Winston because it gave me an avenue to access the great, the more, the beauty, the grace. I would put it on and I'd watch the clouds move for hours and I would get all these inspirations of poems and I would design musical, choreographed musical like compositions for dancers. It was, it was quite a fun experience. And it was my ticket to heaven. It was my, my God connection and way I could access that throughout my whole life. Whew, that's the whisper of heaven in my ear. I love, I love that. Made me a little emotional. <laughs> when I get still, I'm able to connect to the, the tonal frequencies of the universe. I literally hear music and the sound of angels. And sometimes those tones are translated into words and sometimes artwork. And sometimes it stays as a musical piece. 
but it brings me into an instant awareness that we are all connected and that everything is inside me. It's a place where I become the prayer. And this is my desire for each of you. May each of you become the prayer. I'll leave with this last quote from Rumi. Everything in the universe is within you. Ask all from yourself. Thank you. You know, as we access that still point within deep knowing, there's so much that we can learn and so many ways that we can grow. And so, Padre, if it's okay, I'm going to ask you, there is that moment of change or shift that occurs. And when the noise dies down and the space of presence arises, what is that experience like for you? What is that change like for you? beautiful question and how I would answer that is the stream that shows up is really my best friend the Holy Spirit I ponder that question and it's like that's the only answer I could truly give is that element because even this morning I had my little agenda going on and you know this is what I'm going to do today and because of storms and things like that and I had a leak in the basement and I have a lot of things in the basement and it's like all of a sudden, all the priorities changed. And I listened and asked for help, and help came. And within four hours, we got it all done. And it's like, that was not part of my agenda at all today. But my trust in my friend who gave me the insight asked this person, asked this person, and they both said yes. You know, and one had a child come an hour and a half, but they showed up and we really did the work. and. We were kind of exhausted after four hours and very proud of ourselves for got the work done in that amount of time. And what I was reflecting on it, there's the goodness of God. There's, because it wasn't my agenda, but it was on God's agenda. He knew I needed it. And again, God shows us how great, how grateful he is to have a son, a daughter, a family that he can actually care for. There's a scripture that says, if you care for God, God will care for you. And I really sense that is a very sensitive quote for me because I just feel that embrace. But it's really all about the Holy Spirit for me. And I hope that would entice you to discover the Holy Spirit in your own realm and how my best friend can help your best friend. If that makes any sense to you, Miriam. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you. It's, it's, it is so real. And I could see how real it is for you. It's like you hold that so much and show that to all of us all the time. And it's, it's really beautiful. Thank you. you. What about you, Sherry? How do you experience that noise dying down and the space of presence and stillness? Like what's that shift and change like for you? Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting many years ago, actually, when I first began with CLM, I didn't have a prayer life. I didn't know God, just beginning to get to know God at my first retreat of any substantial way. And I really took something literally that Ron Roth said. He said, go into your prayer closet and be alone with God. And then that stillness will come over you and the presence will be there before you. So 
I literally had in my upstairs bedroom where I used to sleep a small walk-in closet. Mm. And I literally went into my walk-in closet and I had a little table in there and a candle and I sat on the floor and Ron would say, go in in the dark. Mm. So I'd light the candle. I had my light off and prayed that I wouldn't burn the closet down because I had <laughs> clothes all around me on both sides. And I sat there and I said the words that Ron said, come Holy Spirit. And I read in his book, The Healing Path of Prayer, because I didn't really know how to pray. I would breathe in and out from my, my tummy. And Ron would say, focus on one word, God, divine, whatever. Focus on your tummy. So I would do that until everything quieted down and the stillness came before me. I did this night after night, morning after morning, and just kept adding time to it. And what this did is it, it set the space for me. I needed that quiet space. And as I've grown in relationship with the divine, I can have this anywhere at any time, unless I'm really off in vibration. And then, of course, we have to really get ourselves there. But now I could be in conversation with other people, and I'm tapped into this stillness and the presence. I could be on a noisy bus. I could be anywhere, anytime if my vibration is aligned. And now I can tap into this. But it was many years of the discipline, the discipline, sitting in the stillness, sitting in the silence, which I still love to do. But it took that for me to find that space of stillness and to experience that change. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I totally understand what you're saying about that space of stillness and, and how profound and connected everything is in that moment. And, you know, I know Dana talks a lot about this too, just how important it is that we take that place of stillness through action. So not just in the stillness place, but in, in everyday action in life. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a profound place that we all have access to in every moment. So Padre, what is a thread, one thread throughout your life that has supported you to get you where you are right now? I'll answer that in a quote that I, everyone's my favorite quote, of course, but <laughs> the one that comes to my mind is, my soul is restless until I rest in you, O God. I don't know if that's a Yogananda one, but I just know it. it's something that just resonates in my spirit because I know when my stuff is coming up, all those things, and I need to enter into a place like Sherry in her closet. I know that closet, Sherry. You know, I think I put my clothes there, but I stayed with you. And by the way, thank you for those chocolate chip cookies. You did hear the Holy Spirit, so I was real grateful. But anyway, my thing is my soul is restless unless I rest in God. And if there's a, a promise that I can give our listeners is that promise because it's true. It fulfills. It brings us to that place of silence. Like Sherry talked about, you did Miriam. It's a relationship. It's developing that relationship that you won't necessarily have with people around you. 
is really of the spirit. And so it's really manna from heaven. And it's like, so when we sit and receive, it does come because God cares for us. So there's my answer. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. I'm going to ask the same question to you, Sherry. What is a thread throughout your life that has supported you to get where you are right now? I had a lot of insecurities as a child. It was traumatic to move here from New Jersey when I was seven. And the other kids at school already had formed relationships because the school year had begun. So there was a lot going on, a lot of sadness, a lot. But I would have to say, without knowing it, it had to be that mustard seed of faith that has pulled me through even when I didn't know I had it. It was that mustard seed of faith in a higher power. It was my optimism for life. I've always had an optimistic attitude, a positive attitude for an optimal outcome. Even if there was seeming heartache and hardship going through the process, I always somehow trusted that I was going to come through on the other side, that I was something, even back then when I didn't know what it was, something was holding me, something was with me, and now I know <laughs> what that something was, but for many years I didn't. So I'd have to say that mustard seed of faith mm -hmm. that I'm so grateful for. Wonderful. I think that's definitely a, you know, an offering for everyone on this call to be go back through your life and find your own threads that have helped you get to where you are right now today. And what are the cases in which you've held on strongly and known that you were held by God and loved by God? It seems like it might be a good time, Padre. I don't know to move into the healing. What do you do? You, or do you want me to ask another question? I think the healing, I think we're ready for that. I really, you're sensing that and I am also. So that's good. Okay. So we're going to shift gears a little into healing. And so sh first we're going to, Sherry, if you, you would be willing to offer your intentions for how you would like to see tonight or your prayer for tonight as a way of opening up this, this new section for healing for everybody. Yeah, so... My intentions for everyone on this call is that we dive in deep, possibly deeper than ever before, and our expectations, and just diving deep into that heart space where our beloved meets us and greets us and being as fully open and surrendered as possible to receive the bounty of healing, the bounty in the upcoming communion service, to receive the manna for all that is in place for us now, let us not push it away, but let us embrace it. Be open and invite it in because we are ready for it. 
The world is ready for our light. And we must heal and heal and heal ourselves more and more so that we can express and give this light to all in need. And let us never forget the truth of our being, the truth of who we are and who walks beside us and with us always. Amen. Beautiful. So let us continue with this energy that Sherry just started for us and go deeper into our hearts and really put our hearts out for God, out on the altar. It's an invitation to open up my heart to you, O oh God. To me, that's really the expression of what all tonight, this series has been about is access to grace. And it's really about opening up our hearts to the great I am. And if you're not familiar with communion in the Protestant church, they have crackers, wheat, and little grape juice. Catholics use the communion, the wine, the bread. So whatever flavor, if maybe this is new for the first time, just experience the grace because it's all about a heart opening. Jesus said before he passed, actually the day before he passed, it said he took bread and he took wine. And that was a Jewish tradition. He took something that was very common in their days, but he, and he translated it into when he took his bread, he lifted it up and says, this is my body being broken for you. And Miriam talked about in the beginning about being broken. We all are sometimes experience this brokenness in our lives, sometimes severe whether it's in relationships, finances, whatever, broken relationships of friends, family, whatever it might be. That really is a broken heart. And when it's broken, then actually it can be filled again because first let the pain out, of course, but then allow this grace. And Jesus says, I'm doing this for you because in Jewish traditions, they always needed a, a, a sacrifice. So they offered something up. And Jesus offered himself up for us to, so we can access grace. So really, it's in this part of this a communion is bringing everything in union, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful in it, all bring to the altar. And so this is why we bring our prayer requests. So if, even if you're looking for healing in the physical body, maybe it's the mental, but we kept hearing migraine headaches tonight. So we're going to just offer that up as part of the, the healing because Jesus says, give it to me, and I will take it away. So in this expression, this is what, for me, communion is about. It's my best friend, your best friend, offering up a, a sacrifice so that you can be well. So I'm going to ask Marion if she would take the elements of the bread, and if you would offer that up as a community tonight for everyone. So this is communion bread that Barbara Rose and I made together. And we, we made it with the intention of community and prayer. And so as you pick up your element of bread, whatever it is that you're using, let us use it as a symbol to unite all of us as one. We are one community of light. And together we emanate blessings and affirm our commitment to love our neighbor as ourselves. Thank you, God, for bringing in the new, anchoring in the mana of life. Thank you for all the nourishment 
and the strength. We deeply receive your gifts and say thank you. And as we now break, get ready to break our bread, like Padre was just saying, let this be a, a symbol of freedom as we break our bread, a freedom from the illusions of the mind to a knowing of the purity of grace. Thank you, Jesus, and all the masters for being the way. So let us break this together and bring that in. And as we bring, take this piece and put it, bring it into our bodies, let us commit to being the way. Let us open our hearts and see it as a way of accessing the heavenly nourishment and the heavenly grace that's abound to us in every moment. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. As we receive that manna, that light of Christ, you know, just also remember what Miriam just said about the breaking. And it could be a, a breaking of an attachment that we have. Maybe it's an idol. Maybe it's a boyfriend, girlfriend. Maybe it's a work situation. In the breaking of, we can break our attachment side, giving it to God, saying, God, I can't handle this anymore. And it's in that uh, divine reception that we can actually receive grace. And some of you are already experiencing a warmth in your heart because of just receiving that. This is about grace that we're accessing right now. So if you would take the other element, I'm taking wine. And Jesus says, whenever Jesus offers something, he always looked up and gave thanks to his heavenly father. There was always a, a, real, a relationship that each of us has to honor. And so Jesus looked up at his heavenly father and says, thank you for my daily portion. Because he knew where his source was. I know where my source is. I believe you know where your source comes from. And it's really the, uh, God Almighty that we actually serve. And he said he blessed it and he gave thanks. And then he says he gave it to the disciples. says, take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is my energy. This is my source. This is my blood. Because remember, on the cross, he gave his blood, shed sacrifice, so that we have access into heaven. And I know that might be hard for you to understand. I'm asking you just to allow it tonight, just to assimilate within you and get the revelation. Like Sherry did in her closet, she shut off the lights with her candle and she just was still in the silence. So as you bless your elements, the wine, and your commitment to allow that new life to pour into you for your healing, for your reconciliation, for your the newness, your abundance. So let's receive this gift tonight on behalf of God. Just drink in the new life, Jesus Christ. These are such holy moments of grace. And this is really where the activity of heaven really expands right now. So whatever needs healing in your body, your soul, your mind, your relationships, we're just going to thank God right now. Just thank God for my 
heal my relationships, for the healing of my finances, for the healing of my soul. I was really getting, which I said before, migraine headaches. God is healing those right now. Tumors, especially around the back and the lower stomach area. Also, uh, a critical spirit. Sometimes we get so down on ourselves or down on people because of this pandemic. There's a lot of issues that are out there, but that's a critical spirit. And so what I just want each of you, including myself, is say, God, help me with that because I want to be pure light like you are. And I want to see and I want to pass on grace and not criticism. So just help me with my wounded heart. Digestive issues, I just really feel the Holy Spirit wants to heal and restore that right now. I just feel that movement of the Spirit and, and also that spirit of fear that sometimes just grips a hold of us and won't let us go. And it's, it's here, but it's also here. So I'm just going to break the curse in the name of Jesus. I break it now. And a broken bone. I just feel somebody who has broken bones or a broken heart, however that is, but it's something that's broken in you. I just really feel now the healing bomb of the Holy Spirit heals and restores. Arthritis, especially in the wrists and in the hands. Come, Holy Spirit, just send your new life, your new love. Just let the energy of the Holy Spirit. I love, Ron Roth used to say, energia, energia, energia. And it's all about the Holy Spirit's energy now. It's not about us. It's about God's life pouring through you. So as we become that conduit of this grace, it just uplifts us and pain leaves our body. The clearness again. And I just feel somebody's going to get a brand new job. There's a, a brand new job. I just see it in the forefront now. I say, thank you, God, for allowing that new portion, that new abundance that's to show up in their lives. And there's someone who's on the, this line that actually wants to get pregnant. I just really sense the Holy Spirit's. And I think, Miriam, you talked about Psalm 139 and talked about the womb. So that just, I just was illuminated that someone desires to have a child. And God said, I already formed that into your womb. So we just decree in the name of Jesus, that beautiful baby that will give life breath. So we say, thank you, God. Or if you're thinking about someone, maybe it's a family member, a friend they're, that they're wanting to have a child. This is their day. This is their hour. This conception now. Come, Holy Spirit. And I have someone in mind. Thank you, O Lord, our God, for grace. Access grace tonight. And also God wants to access, he's given new birth, but it's also a new identity. And, and maybe it's a new job, new, it's a new opportunity, but there's something brand new that's going to be birthed out of this series right now because it's accessing grace. And his angels, your angels now are having a, a party because they're saying, well, thank you, but nighttime's up and a new angel, a new source of angels will come and take you to your destiny. So I really feel this is a part of this and new homes look for a new apartment. There's something brand new happening. It's, we're, we're, we're turning the tide right now. And it's really in the Holy Spirit's wisdom that he, she desires to bless you beyond measure. And I don't know, Sherry, if you have something or Miriam has something in the spirit that is stirring right now, feel free to share that right now. Receive the grace. Receive the blessings that are upon you now. 
and know that you are worthy. You are deserving of all that you desire. For all that you desire is what the divine desires for you. So in your openness and your willingness to receive it, it is being placed upon you now. So accept it with gratitude and love and grace. Thank you. Thank you, beloved. Miriam? I was seeing that that there's some of you that you're getting connected to your guardian angels in a new way. There's like a, a, a way that the angels are touching you, your guides, however you word that, in a new way that is going to help you and anchor in a new frequency, a new grace. We can all welcome that into our hearts, that new frequency, that new grace, that a Abounding love that truth. Thank you, God, for all of these blessings, for touching all of our hearts, for bringing us into a deeper faith and deeper knowing with our walk with you. Just love that prayer. I love that prayer, Miriam. You know, I want to go back to the one quote that you mentioned about the whole process of spiritual growth is confronting oneself. And to me, that's an answer to your prayer, Miriam, about the angels assisting the Holy Spirit, the light beings. They're all accessing us right now because we says, I want to change, I want to grow. So within this context and within this series of accessing grace, the angels are released on your behalf. You know, confronting in a good way is like, whoa. I could help change my attitude or a situation or heal a relationship just by owning up our part. So we just allow grace now to take hold. And I just say thank you for joining us in this series on behalf of Miriam and Sherry. It's been a delight for each of us to share the wisdom of God, the counsel of heaven for you and your household. So let me bless you and I want to bless our community also all those who've been in prayer supporting us and writing to write in also for your prayer requests. We have that on our website that you can actually tap in every day and put in a prayer request because we pray as a community every day for these needs. So please access that also. And so let me close this evening, but also this series. May the good Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you, be gracious unto you and grant you peace, shalom, in all areas of your life. And I bless you, my friends, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So be it. Namaste. Amen. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for all those joining us. You have a great month, year, Thanks for being on the call tonight.